This podcast is brought to you by BuyTravelTicket.com. Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined again with Dr. Trina Reed. Hi, Trina. Hey, Steve. We have a, uh, we're trying to get rid of some of the excuses here and uh, for reasons that uh, men and women do not have sex. And a study just came out claiming that men who do more housework get more sex. And well, that seems like a no-brainer, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And well, less housework means that the wife um, or partner um, is more relaxed and uh, ready for sex. However, um, does this mean that it's going to become another excuse for women uh, that they can pull out and say, look, I have uh, certified evidence showing that, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm too tired to have sex. And um, is this going to make men look like the bad guys if they're, if they're not doing the housework and still asking for sex? Um, I don't know. So I guess, uh, first off, how does housework and sex have anything to do with one another? Well, you know, Steve, this is a, I think this is a really complicated issue. I think, you know, superficially, I, I've been saying for years, if men just, you know, laundry is the best foreplay for, for, to get stuff started. And I, I've always said it as a joke, but really there's that serious tension of when a woman is feeling overwhelmed with uh, all the things on her to-do list, her amygdala, which is in her brain, a part of her brain, uh, when she's got all this stuff going on and she walks into the bedroom with this long to-do list, she, her amygdala, this allows her body to become aroused until she can figure out everything on her to-do list. So, what, you know, a big complaint from women is, I can't seem to calm my brain down but when I walk into the bedroom, and just as things, just as my brain's starting to settle down, the sex has ended, and and that's that's her amygdala. So there is a lot to be said about when a woman feels overwhelmed with chores and everything else, she has a hard time calming down. But um, so when he, when a when a man helps out with this she has less to worry about and all of a sudden because she, she feels like he's helping out and there's there's a lot less resentment going on now the problem i see with a study like this is i know a lot of men who are helping out with the housework in fact there's you know in the same study it it showed that men all over the world uh, unlike their 1960 and, and previous predecessors, are helping out a lot more, and and it's only that that help is only rising. So they are doing stuff, and yet they're they're getting bombarded with you know what you're not helping out enough, and what you're doing is not good enough. And I think it's really setting up a, a an unfair dynamic for men. I think. Um, you know, I don't think men are perfect, and I don't think women are perfect either, but I think, you know, men get the, the brunt of this, oh, he always wants sex, and he's always after me for sex, I'm always so tired, and he just, he doesn't understand my needs, and, um, you know, that it certainly is an issue, but I always think men are being pegged as the bad guys when it comes to sex, and I think studies like this just emphasize that unfair thing we put onto men. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, this is unrelated to sex, 
but uh, on our blog, uh, I believe it was last week or so, I had just uh, put up a post on the Bureau of Labor Statistics came out with a study that said men and women who both carry full-time jobs, uh, women are the ones who do the brunt of the housework as well as the child care. So, um, I mean, I guess that's well, like a no-brainer, but... Well, you know, like... Uh... I, but sometimes, Steve, I think women do it to, them, to themselves. There's an expectation amongst women that in order to be, you know, good enough, mm. you have to have a perfect house, and you know, you want to, you want to look good for your girlfriends and for your mother and sisters, and and so you have to have this perfect house, and it has to be just done a certain way, and and you know, men try and help out, but a lot of times I find with my experiences with my own group of friends and stuff when the man tries to help out when it, what he does is not good enough yeah. for her so she then she just does it herself you know what if you can't do it to my center i'm just gonna you know and, and women are doing it to themselves so you know i agree that work needs to be shared equally but there has to be some line for the women to say you know what i cannot strive for this over-the-top perfection that is expected of me and of course i will have zero sex drive if i keep up with this unrealistic expectation yeah that's a that's a great great point and i've seen that same thing too and uh, i guess if a woman does feel overwhelmed with the household chores why doesn't she say anything to her partner well i think sometimes there's that whole power play of you know the and this you know the control issue of 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 who's doing more and I feel resentment and and sometimes women love to be martyrs you know we we don't want to admit to it but we love to be martyrs and we love to feel like oh we're you know having to face all this housework on our own and and sometimes I I think unconsciously for some women they realize that if they keep this housework up they don't have to have sex because they are continuously tired so i sometimes think that that's going on that's why i'm saying Steve, this is a really complicated issue and sometimes the reason why women don't talk to their partners about being overwhelmed is they've tried once got into a huge fight (laughs) and just didn't want to go walk down that lane again and and so you know the thing about change and bringing change in is you are going to have disagreements and sometimes it's not going to be pretty but you've got to work through it if if, if, it means, if, it, if it means that your partnership isn't being intimate and not being close, that you're starting to live as roommates, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, so they, they deny the guys helping out, and then they pull this excuse out of their back pocket at will for not having sex. Uh, yeah. D- d- now, does not this... all women, not all women, not all men, but oh, I, see this, I see this a lot. And, and so are, are guys uh, the bad guys in this situation for not well, helping out more maybe? Well, you know, I would say it's on an individual guy-by-guy basis. I see some men helping out a lot. I see some men that don't help out at all. And uh, and all of them have an excuse for, for why. But I think a lot of times what men do is they just rely on their partner to say, honey, I need you to clean the bathroom. I need you to do this. And, you know, and I think for most men, you know, once they're assigned a task, oh, you need me to clean the bathroom, they go to the washroom and they clean it up and, and they do a good job. And I, you know, I, another study that I had read, it said, you know, uh, it's not necessarily the housework that that's the issue, it's the management of the house. So a lot of times women are managing the house, whereas the manager, men are just doing the tasks 
which causes a lot of the resentment. So I don't think, you know, so I think what women are looking for men to do in this situation is to be more proactive and start managing, just saying, oh, gosh, the bathroom is dirty. And it's time that, you know, instead of her having to ask for it to be done like that. And I think that's maybe the line that some women feel angry about resentful about but yeah. i don't think guys you know i think i just don't know if it's in their dna or or what's <laughs> going on but yeah i don't think the guys are bad they just need to step up a bit some of them yeah yeah because i know sometimes you walk into the house and you you see things and it's like yeah i could pick that up but i'm just going to keep on walking it'll get done eventually. <laughs> <laughs> at least you admit to it <laughs> <laughs> That's right. uh trina we're going to take a quick break here um uh, take a question from one of our uh, readers who submitted it to us, and then we'll be back in to uh, conclude this discussion. So uh, we'll be right back. So here we are with our new question of the week segment. And this question comes from one of our readers, Sam. And uh, Sam says that he's addicted to pornography and it's been almost a decade. Uh, he's tried everything to stop and his addiction is taking over and having an adverse reaction in his uh, relationship. Um, and he wants to know, uh, Trina, what he might be able to do to help break him of this uh, pornography pattern. Well, Steve, you know, that's a, you know, when you put addiction and pornography into the same sentence, it just sends off a lot of alarm bells. And so I wanted, I want to differentiate these two things. First of all, I, I'm very wary about the word addiction. It is a very powerful word, and um, when you take, you know, and I and I find pop culture uh, just throws this word around like, oh yeah, you want to have sex six times a week, therefore you are addicted to sex. Um, there are really no guidelines right now to say what sexual addiction is. If you take a look at what addiction is in other realms like drug and alcohol, when when you become addicted to a drug or alcohol, when you go off of that, your body has a physical, visceral reaction to being taken off. When you stop having sex, uh, you don't have that same kind of uh, reaction. So, however, I do believe that there are a lot of people who are obsessive to the point of destructive patterns with their sexuality. So, when you take a look at, you know, if, if this fellow is in fact addicted, as he says, or just obsessive about porn, it can be extremely detrimental to that relationship. And if, and if he feels that this is the case, then it is absolutely necessary for him to go in and seek some therapy, go and seek some counseling. And there's a lot of great, if you don't know in your area where to go for help, you can just go onto the Internet and look up uh, organizations like ASEC.org or just even uh, type in you know, sexual addiction therapy and, and a list of therapists will come up. Uh, so there's always ways to get help for this. Now, as far as pornography goes, um, you know, the thing about pornography is it's okay. You know, men like to look. Men like to, women don't understand this, you know, because we don't have the same hardwiring. You know, in the 1970s, uh, Playgirl came out. And I don't know, Steve, if you've ever seen a Playgirl, but I, I saw one from the mid-70s. 
and uh, here's this guy, he's fly fishing, and he's completely naked fly fishing, which, if you think about it, is pretty dangerous. But, um, you know, and I'm looking at this thinking, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. But then I thought to myself, you know, if this had been a woman naked fly fishing, it would have fulfilled a double fantasy for many men. So the thing about pornography is women really don't get why men are so, you know, like they like to look at naked bodies. They feel threatened. They feel, well, why doesn't he want to look at me? And he's in this relationship now and I should be, you know, suiting all his needs. So the thing about pornography, though, is um, if it goes... You know, if, if he is in fact addicted, um, he becomes detached from the relationship. And not only that, but uh, it can lead him to going into more hardcore pornography, more fetish stuff. And there's tons of stuff on the internet. And and the thing about that is, it gives him such a uh, an, an immense rush that when he actually goes to have sex with his partner. It cannot. It just doesn't give them the same kind of rush from that. So that could be a, a, a problem, a big problem. So again, he might, needs to go and see a therapist about that. So I guess my my best advice is, uh, you know, if you if this is really coming between you and your partner, uh, go see go go and seek some help. And and it's it's curable, absolutely curable. Okay. Well, thank you. And uh, <clears throat> Sam, we we hope that uh, that helps out. And we will resume our uh, regular podcast. Okay, Trina, um, to wrap up the, uh, the study about um, men who do more housework get more sex and uh, therefore women ha may have been or may do use housework and being too tired because of doing housework as an excuse not to want sex. Uh, what can a couple do to sort out this dynamic? Well, I know, given how many podcasts we've done, Steve, I know you'll be surprised by this answer. <laughs> uh, I'll almost let you guess. Um, communication. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's you know, if this is starting to be, make a wedge between the couple. Um, then the couple needs to sit down and and say, okay. Uh, when here's factually all the things that I'm doing in a day, and here's all the things that you you know you're doing in a day, and I'm if the woman is genuinely overwhelmed, and her list is longer, then they need to decide what he can do to help her out, and and as we already discussed, Steve, sometimes helping her out simply means that if he sees something in the house that needs to get done instead of waiting for her to say hey honey can you can you please do that you know do something about it and i promise you that as soon as they start working together uh it's not so much that he's doing chores but they're working together as a team that's going to turn this dynamic around. You know, I, I find that sex is never, we've talked about this, Steve, sex is never about intercourse. Or it's all the things that go around it. And I find when couples start working as a team and communicating, that's when their sex life starts to come around. Yeah. yeah. And, and you've said it before, too, that it's a team sport. So it can't Absolutely. just be one person and doing everything. And, you know, when, when you have a, a busy, frenetic life and... Uh, 
and you never sit down to say, you know what, we are over our heads and we, you know, we got to get together as a couple. And you, if you never have that dialogue, it's just going to sit and fester and fester and fester until kaboom one day. And it's going to go really, it's going to implode and go get really, really messy. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's going to do it for us, Trina. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, as always. Yeah. And uh, for everybody else out there, be sure to go and get more information from Dr. Trina Reed at bestsextipsever.com. And of course, you can read her stuff on pitchedmag.com. And I have to mention, um, if you guys haven't seen it yet, we just launched the our social network where readers uh, can meet up with one another, ask each other advice. Um, because we, we get so much uh, questions asked to us, some of them are very simple answers. Um, so you might be able to help out. Um, and just spark general conversation, creating groups. Um, I know some of our experts, uh, Trainer, you're on there already, and yeah. um, you can access our articles through the network and everything. We've um, put a tab up on the top right corner of, uh, of the website, throughout the website. So it's the, the network is called Married Life, and be sure to check it out. And until next time, thanks again, everybody. Hitched, entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.